top of the line. They're like stopping way back, like far away. Anyway, so basically what happened was um, I had to reverse my car going backwards and then there's this little turn lane that goes off to the right and but it's in a sep- it's like separated from the straight lane so I had to back up to the part where I could get back to where I could go into the turn lane got into the turn lane went turned and went down a ways to make a u-turn to come back through to through the other intersection part so that I could <laughs> actually go where I needed to go anyways so my whole point of this is so I'm driving along and there's a police officer in the car and or in the car in the street <laughs> from that direction and he kind of like you know tell me to, to stop because I'm approaching him and now this is quite a ways down because there wasn't a place to do a u-turn yet so I had to drive quite a ways and he pulls he comes over to my window he's like sorry about that but um there's a bunch of baby alligators in the road crossing the street Back. <laughs> I know and I was like oh casually he's Casual like yes. Florida he's like I didn't see the mom anywhere so I kind of just helped them cross the street <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh you're really you're brave. Um, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So anyways, so he was doing that. And then I ended up going down and making my U-turn, coming back. And that car was still sitting there at the light. And I was, I couldn't believe it. I was like, how could you not put two and two together that you are the only person not moving? You're not getting a green light because you're not moving forward up to trigger the light. I don't, I don't know. It's a. Oh, man. That's messed up. Yeah, it's a pet peeve. I and guess. then you almost got you almost got eaten by a gator because and then of I it. almost that multiple, mom could have come out kind of come out of the underbrush. I, I mean, the babies aren't going to eat you. Come on, Lisa, be reasonable. <laughs> My poor little toes. There was enough gators for each toe. Like the little baby gators could have just like choop, 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 choop. but it'd have been like you know if they were uh, all feeding, but you know from your toes. Right, but I had I had police um, I had police protection, so I I felt oh, safe. true. Yeah, so it was all good. I saw uh, I saw a video of a guy uh, that was fishing, and um, yeah, this gator just came up after him. Like, came out <gasps> oh! of the out of the water, like yes. where he was. He was just kind of like in some brush, like fishing in kind of like a more remote area of a canal or waterway. Mm-hmm. And this big old gator ran up on the shore after him. <laughs> And he like stumbles back into the brush and like. Oh my god! How terrifying! He he gets some weird. He has some interesting choices though. He like at a certain point he like turns around and like the gator kind of stopped advancing at that point. But he just kind of stands there and looks at it. He's like, "Man, that was crazy." The gator's just like staring back at him, and he's like stomping at it, like "Get out of here." He's already said, like, I guess my fishing's done. So I'm like, "What are you going back for? Like, do you you leave your tackle box or something?" Oh, possible. the gator was not having it. It was like, oh, you want to go? <laughs> he like came after him again. He's like, ah! ah! <laughs> Took off running. Um, That's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. People I mean, were theorizing he must have been like fishing next to its nest. Or must something. have been. Or, you know, he was hungry and he saw a fish and he was like, hey, I'll take that. He didn't have any though. He, his fish got away. And oh. then it was like a little while later, the okay. gator just came up. I mean, I don't know. He could have caught well, fish earlier. Probably... But then why wouldn't he stop for the fish? I don't know. Unless True. he was wearing the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hard to tell from a GoPro. It is hard. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows what it was. Sometimes gators can be aggressive, but usually they just want to stay away. But, I mean, if he was being aggressive, maybe he thought, you know, oh, you want to go? You want to fight? Okay. I mean, I mean, at first he was just there fishing, but I don't know. Maybe the gator was like, what is he doing over there? We're, we're waggling a stick at me? Waggling? Get him. You're waggling a stick. Stop waggling that stick at we me. We don't like the waggles. <laughs> we don't like the waggles we here. We don't please like leave. those waggle sticks. Um, 
yeah, I wouldn't fish. I I don't know. Like I just Florida Florida lakes are. Um, and I think that we are getting an overpopulation of of gators here. I feel like I think we talked about this two podcasts ago too. Oh, we're, we're really uh, we're bringing back the old <laughs> convos. Let's do. We have um one track minds. Sorry about that. But so let's talk about stickers on products. Um, this Cause, is an, yeah, because because this is a problem. And okay. I did put out a TikTok PSA about this issue because yeah. I think it's essential activist content. Um, okay, I, yeah, sure. Where else is better to reach people than TikTok? So I made a TikTok about the the problem with people who put stickers on products like, you know, like the price, the the barcodes, things like that. But they always seem to put them in the most inconvenient place on a product, like the part of the product that you would least want the sticker to be. And they always make the stickers like <laughs> super, super sticky. And also, if you've ever tried they disintegrate. to peel, yes, if you've ever tried to peel off a sticker, it's got all these like cuts in the sticker. So it doesn't just come off in one, you know, one sticker. There's like cuts that go into the middle of the sticker. So it's like four parts to a sticker. Or they have like these circles in the sticker. And I'm and I'm thinking, okay, well, I understand. They're just messing with you now. Yeah. It's like, what kind of cruel joke is this? And some people set, did respond to my TikTok and said, you know, it's for security. It's for like for theft. So people can't like peel it off. I and- mean, you could put it anywhere on the product. You don't have to put it. I don't know. And then also, like, let's say have you it tried is for- warm soapy water. Okay. Well, we are getting into the solutions and that's great. <laughs> <laughs> soapy solutions. Soapy solutions. Yeah, soap works pretty good. And I have goo gone. So it's not the end of the world. These are these are small life problems. It's not, you know, the end of the world. But look, it didn't have to be a problem in the first place. But it's a waste of my freaking time is all I'm saying. Spending 30 minutes on a sticker for to get all of the goo and the, the little pieces off. And like, it's just a whole process. It's like, what? And if Why? you use the goo be gone, it's like it always leaves the oily film. Oh, on it. you know, and that smell. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, that smells great. I mean, you know, no, it does I see I season my tacos with that. My fajitas. Oh. <laughs> anyways that's my that's my that's your gripe rant. that's my gripe you know what my rant is what i can't believe Publix. they should be ashamed of themselves Urgh. they're they're canceling the our pub subs on sale guy he the, there's a guy he has our public's chicken tender subs on sale.com <laughs> and he runs he runs this wonderful website that no, alerts people him. to the best deals at Publix. Which is one deal, which is if Publix chicken tender subs are on sale or not. Okay. And this man, he scours, I assume, the Publix uh, website and or uh, coupon booklet. And he finds out when the sales are going to be. And he updates his website to show either yes or no when you go to that website. Are you serious? Like, what's wrong with that? What's that? What's wrong with that? Why are they canceling him? Well, okay, he's expanded a little bit. He's now, he's got a Twitter for the most up-to-date and timely uh, information. He also seems to have expanded to having a paid SMS service. And now they're just kind of like, nah, ah, like, stop. So he's, he's monetizing this situation. Is that the problem? I suppose that's the problem. But I think they're also shutting down his Twitter, which wasn't really doing anything. And... Hmm. It's just kind of one of those situations where it's like, why 
like why like it, it, it was just telling people about their sale so they were getting mm, they were getting more, more customers yeah there must be more to the story I and just, it's also kind of a meme like people love that this guy is a thing and like he makes his site very meme like they're all like ridiculous like it is wednesday my dude memes <laughs> and people just think it's absurd but they also love it and every time public chicken contender subs come up on line somebody like throws that link out there for our public chicken tinder subs on sale.com <laughs> and it's looks absurd because <laughs> because listen to it and people go like what the heck is this site and they love it and it just adds to the like cultish uh attitude of the types of people that love public chicken tinder subs because if you're not a florida native you might not know that there's a bit of a cult following for our uh, chicken tender subs here made by the grocery store Publix. Uh, so, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's, that's my crazy. Rant. I wonder why. You, you're I, apparently part of this following. You're you're part well, of the cult. Well, I mean, the Publix, the chicken tender subs are pretty great. I mean, pub subs in general, decent. Um, the Publix chicken tender subs are very decent. And, but I think part of it is the memeiness of it, right? Like there's the cult following that people love to be part of this stupid thing that has these, uh, meme sites and jokes that they send around like, Ooh, puppy chicky tendies, they on sale. And everybody runs out and grabs their puppy chicky tendies. And, you know, like it's a fun little thing. And Publix, no, a rare form because they're usually pretty quiet. And if they ever are like, you know make a statement on something or whatever they're pretty like customer forward so it's kind of weird that they're like no stop it you can't go telling people about our chicken tinder sub sales i wonder if they're so popular honestly that yeah. they're like we need to calm down like we we can't stop doing the public chicken tinder sub sale obviously right. because like people love it but we can't keep like maybe they're going bankrupt maybe it's like it's, they're running them out maybe it's like they're taking a big loss whenever they uh go on sale for the chicken tendy subs and they're like oh gosh we're losing all this money how much could it cost for chicken tender subs though honestly i mean they're not i, I don't think it, it, it there's no way that that is the reason it's got to <laughs> be something else it's got to be some legal like thing where he's probably using their name or like or i don't know um it's got to be something. I, I, that's the only thing I could think of. Why would they go after some random guy about his love of subs and their subs? He's basically like giving them a pat on the back and saying, hey, Publix, you're doing a good thing. I want to reward you. And then they're like, no, you're canceled. Yeah, I know, I right? Don't, I don't think so. But I, I do appreciate your um, your vivacious. Inve- um, investigative journalism on that. Well, just that your passion for for feeling feeling the pain for people in this situation, you know, like you really you're upset, you're you're angry for the people, and I get that. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, that's a that's a legitimate rant, uh, and I support you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I yeah. guess it was uh, just double checking the um, Publix Chicken Tinder subs account. Yeah, the Twitter account was uh shut down by public's lawyers hmm. huh bizarre it is bizarre it's bizarre that they didn't give it a reason too they That's received a cease and desist order from Publix objecting to a related text messaging notification service so it had something to do with the, the service that he was doing on the side maybe i guess i don't know that's rough maybe he was in some shady stuff i guess 
Oh, sh- shady, underhanded chicken tendy sub sales. That's right. Maybe he had black market t- chicken tendy subs. Black market. Ch- <laughs> yeah, you never know. That sounds like something I wouldn't eat. Oh, that's funny. Uh, especially since the main ones are $6 when they're on I sale. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, yeah, that's too bad. But thank you for noticing my journalism. I uh, yes, am actually been doing a lot of uh, journaling lately. I've I've been having my gratification journal and uh-huh. I, so remember I told you I got that journal from um I'm gonna pull it out here Whoop, pull it out of my desk just because I want the visual aid you know I want to see it sure sure um so I told you about this uh podcast this uh other podcasts notebook that I got yeah and um wow it's so nice it's got this uh nice cover and everything and it's just really been nice waking up every morning getting into it. Um, sometimes I do it in the evening or whenever, but, uh, usually, you know, in the morning and then just uh-huh. like sitting down with a cup of coffee, writing down, filling out some, um, some, the first segment with things I'm grateful for, then tasks in the next section and just general notes for the rest of the page. So basically just, you, you think about me every single morning. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. single <laughs> gratification is something to do with you. Oh yeah. I would assume. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to shout out this podcast that you got their journal from? So, so. Um, sure. It was uh, from the Cortex podcast. Um, yeah. It's not really a plug. Well, it didn't mean to be, but I guess it is now. Well, it uh, means that you love it so much. It is very nice. And they did go through a lot to get it. And it is, um, they catalog, they, yeah, catalog their uh, adventure on, uh, across several of their episodes. So, go check them out. Pretty cool. Um, cool. it is interesting to hear somebody talk about bringing a product to fruition. Um, yeah, you know, I do a physical product that's just kind of like, you know, something that an ordinary person might not really think about as being like a big deal, but like, how would you get, uh, something like a journal out to like, you know, several thousand people that want it? It's like, how do you, like, what, who do you go yeah. to? Like, how do you get paper? Like, how do you make sure it's good? Like, mm-hmm. it's interesting to hear him yeah, talk about I, it a little bit. Yeah, I love bit. stuff like that. Yeah. I wa- I listen to a lot of those like how I built this and like business podcasts and stuff that talk about stuff like that. It's so fascinating. Yeah. To be clear, the podcast isn't about no, building yeah. a journal. It's right? just something that uh, came up along. It's a it's kind of a productivity and like uh, work and I guess lifestyle podcast sort of thing. So um, and then they just kind of naturally were like, oh, maybe people would like a journal for all these ideas that they're cool. having. Well, so listening. it has a section for gratification or, or is it just like a blank one that you kind of just choose what um, you fill in? So they have a little, it's loosely structured. They have um, something called the theme system that they uh, push forward uh, in the forward section. Uh, and it is a really cool system. They talk about a lot on the their podcast. Uh, but um, I haven't really been following that too closely. I just have been kind of trying to enjoy the process of taking a daily note rather than like you know because it was kind of like am i even going to keep up with this like do i need to you know it's kind of like one of those woo-woo things it's like write down things i'm grateful for like is that really even going to be beneficial is this going to be a waste of uh every like bit of my morning (laughs) like i'm just gonna sit down and be like all right what i don't know like what are some things uh but now it's just it's been nice to take stock in the morning and kind of think about like what's good what's been good you know yeah, I mean, they've done studies on this and set and shown that people who take time to do that every day um, have a great, you know, there's great results in terms of their success and their health 
and obviously their happiness because if they're focusing on good things, um, that's usually m- makes them in a, a mindset that, you know, helps them with their, their happiness. So, you know, what is that saying? It's like, um, what is that? I love like, that saying. Yeah. That thing where it's like, if you think of good things, good things will happen. Something oh, like that. Oh yeah. Positivity thinking. Yeah. Oh, the, it's like, um, that just almost came to me. Something about the good, the good gets better. You sound like George W. Bush when he was like, <laughs> you, you fool me, you can't, fooled, <laughs> fooled can't get fooled again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's focus on the good and the good gets better. That's yeah. That's it. It was so simple, but so Words to live by. <laughs> but you can't quite figure out the right combination. Though. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. But yeah, so... That's good. That's good that you're doing that. Yeah, it's um, been a blast. And it's nice just to, uh, you know, get into a rhythm that I keep up with and then is works out, you know, and each morning it's uh, been consistent and it's like, oh, this is a thing that sticks. Feels nice to uh, like a little accomplishment. I'm going to write that. I'm going to write that in tomorrow's uh, grateful section. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. I mean. This journal. <laughs> there's like, um. They're, like one of the studies, I don't remember, they were saying that gratitude actually, like doing gratitude every day changes your brain, I think. It was like it changed the way that your brain um, develops or sh- or shifts. I mean, obviously it can't change the way it develops if you're already developed, but it changes the way that your brain That like new works. pathways are formed. Yeah, probably. like new, um, like it helps you with your memory. It helps clarification. It helps reduce uh cortisol levels so it improves like um well just clarity of thinking but also um you know the the pathways that i mean obviously i need to do it because (laughs) my brain pathways are not functioning well right now see um you need to take your echinacea but your (laughs) mylar cities stop degrading yeah i don't know it's something like um yeah like just how it just kind of clears your brain up so that you can um focus on the things that matter it focuses your brain on like your priorities and you know what's important i guess um let me look up actually to see like if there's any specific brain changes um okay 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 so let's see we have it says most interestingly when we compared those who wrote the gratitude letters or in their gratitude journal with those who didn't, the gratitude letter writers showed greater activation in the medial prefrontal cortex when they experienced gratitude in the MRI scanner. This this is striking as this effect was found three months after the letter writing began. This indicated that simply expressing gratitude may have lasting effects on the brain. While not conclusive, this finding suggests that practicing gratitude may help train the brain to be more sensitive to the experience of gratitude down the line, and this could contribute to improved mental health over time. Mm. Could also be like, uh, I don't know, I'm just trying to think about the process there. And like, obviously, this was done as a study. So I feel like if you're if you go in for a study, like, and they're like, hey, write down some things you're grateful for. And then that's kind of you spend some time and you're like, oh, this is nice. I'm thinking about like nice things. And then like you, you know, you associate that with the medical study and then you go in for another thing and then you're already, you're associating like gratitude with it, so to speak. 
Yeah. And so when you're in the MRI, you're thinking like, oh, yeah, and because of this, I thought of all those things I was grateful for or whatever. I feel like there might be a little stronger correlation than they realize. But True. And also that, it does but. say that um, the study involved 300 adults, mostly college students, who were seeking mental health counseling. Oh, okay. So they, you know, at a baseline were probably receptive to uh, counseling and stuff. But yeah, like improved mental health. Yeah, working but, on their mental health. Yeah, but they, they obviously had... Some people who did it and some people who didn't. And it just said that people who did it showed an improvement versus people who didn't. So, I mean, that would make sense anyway. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. I recommend it. It's good to think about positive things. You know what I recommend? What? Dr. Pepper uh, Cream Soda Zero. Dr. Pepper Cream Soda Zero. I've yet to find a Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. Okay. So, What? Hold I on, just a base, a base one. one. Just any, yeah. I haven't been able like to find anywhere. Not even a diet one. Yeah, nothing. Oh, they're. I'll I'll drop one by. They're all over the place. They're. Yeah. I I like that they're pushing it because it is pretty delicious. Um, Sounds I good. mean, yeah. I mean, it is. Dr Pepper's awesome by itself, but so is cream the, soda. So is cream soda, and mixing them together, it's like, whoa, nice. You didn't. You never always think. Um, you know, mixing the darks and the lights is going to be like a, <laughs> a, a of drinks is going to be a, a nice experience. Like yeah. it always feels like you want to go with like, oh, I'm going to mix a Sprite in a Mountain Dew or something and or a, a Coke in a root beer. You never okay. like, oh, let me mix a Sprite in a Coke. Like <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's delicious. But that aside, I was like, okay, but you know, it's the cream soda is delicious. Uh, like many things that are delicious, super bad for you. Yeah, yeah. So how do I get that but not be disgusting and fat? <laughs> and I go to look in Publix and what do I find? Uh, very many versions of diet. In fact, they have, you know, standard diet, Dr. Pepper, standard. Um, also, this is another thing. I usually don't really like uh, diet drinks that much. Yeah, yeah. But Dr. Pepper is exceptionally good at being... Uh, delicious full flavor and in diet form. But okay. yeah, so I'm looking at these different diet options they have there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have a diet Dr. Pepper with cream soda. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, with okay. Yeah. And they have a Dr. Pepper with cream soda, zero sugar. Okay. So okay. what's the difference? Okay. Like the, the cream soda, the diet cream soda has like zero calories, right? And the diet cream soda, zero sugar, also zero calories. Okay. And they both are, they both contain aspartame as their sweetener. Yes. Yeah. So what's the deal? Um, like, I know there's, I know there's Coke, there's Diet Coke, and then they did like diet, or they did Coke Zero, right? It's like yes. a different, it's like a different formula or whatever. Yes. Whoa, who's, ta- who's well, squeaking I didn't back grab there? a squeaker. <laughs> you, you, oh, sorry. I had to reach back and squeak my... Squeak my squeak toy. Excuse me. Um. So the the difference is, let me tell you, there are, okay. there's a huge difference. So I usually I don't like uh Coke Zero as much. I think it's like it's really airy. I feel like it's like they added in a bunch of um. <laughs> Starbucks just climbed over me to try and get the toy. Um. Oh. I'm sorry, baby. We love girl. a dog. Just a minute. Just, we just love wait. a dog in our podcast. Just wait, just wait, Starbuck. I'll be with you momentarily. Um, so I hate I. It's pretty bad. I really don't like uh Coke Zero. I feel like it's very airy. I feel like I'm drinking a cloud, 
instead of a soda and i feel like i'm just burping all the time and I, there's like zero flavor because it's like air yes it's weird that's okay. just me personally some people love coke zero they prefer it and i'll admit i don't really like diet coke that much so uh you know maybe i'm just sparking up the wrong tree here but let me tell you coke or uh Dr. Pepper with cream soda, zero sugar. It's got a black can, so it looks very much like a Coke Zero situation. Way better than the Diet Dr. Pepper with cream soda. You like it I way I did a better. taste test. I did a blind taste test. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's a definitive winner. I had multiple um, participants in this blind taste test. I sampled five people, and I think it was a unanimous... Yeah, it was unanimous that uh, the coke or the uh dr pepper with zero sugar and cream soda was the winner the clear winner there interesting oh my god she found another one <laughs> she knows where they're hidden she's like how dare you take my creaky toy least do you know i have them stashed everywhere <laughs> it's funny because it's the exact same toy i bought her another one because you loved it so much yeah and um yeah so she was like oh okay you're gonna take that one that's like when you take your kid's Game Boy away or whatever, and they just go find the older version. Yes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, how, uh, you can't fool me. I've oh, got, God. I'm, I'm such an old man that I just said reserved. you take your kid's yeah. <laughs> Game Boy away. Like, they still have Game Boys. I know. They do, um, but they're not used. That's like when my mom would be like, uh, don't you better not talk back to me or I'll take your Nintendo away. And I'm like, Mom, I have an Xbox 360. Thank you very much. <laughs> how dare you call it Nintendo? <laughs> Nintendo, I did have a Nintendo, Nintendo GameCube, though. Is, Nintendo is, is the game console of choice. But, you know, but it, was, I, I it, was, it was more the spirit in which it was said. Like, I, I know it, I that she didn't, she didn't mean like a Nintendo GameCube or she wasn't talking about like, oh, I'm, I'm going to take your Wii away. It was like she meant the, in, the like NES original like gray and black striped like <laughs> brick. She was like, I'm going to take that away. I'm like, <laughs> that, Mom. That's the thing. How insulting. That, that's in a museum right now. <laughs> that makes me feel How dare old. you? Uh, so I found out that the key difference between Diet Coke and Coke Zero is one single chemical. Oh, really? Yep, just what one. It? What, well, what was the purpose of it? Because you're probably going to say some crazy long thing and I'm going to be like, okay. What's the what's the purpose of the chemical? Yeah, like is it a sweetener? Is it a like uh Well, it says, well, Coke, it says zero sugar, like the Coke, the zeros, Features sodium citrate, citrate. So zero has sodium citrate and Diet Coke has citric acid. So that's the only difference. And it says. um, So I wonder if the acid is more acidic or if the other thing is basically just an acid too. um, It says both drinks are sugar-free and calorie-free, but Coke Zero Sugar looks and tastes more like Coca-Cola, while Diet Coke has a different blend of flavors, which gives it a lighter taste. Um, I wonder, I should go, you know what I should do? I should get a Coke Zero, and I should just let it go flat and see if I like it then. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But um, they do say that they both contain aspartame, and some experts say that is worse than sugar. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I go back. And I forth. know, I know. Mike can't drink it. Um, he can't have aspartame. He, we tried getting him onto these like diet. Well, the the Crystal Light drinks. Do you remember those? They're like it's like a powder. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Anyway. Oh yeah. no, no, no! I was thinking of. Um, I was thinking of what is that? I don't know why that would even. 
why I, even for an instant i would think that that was the situation but i was thinking of like coke no it was pepsi crystal is that what it was called this was like from the know. 70s so I, it's oh. like not even a thing that's pepsi crystal yeah pepsi crystal oh, crystal yes. pepsi i do actually we- yeah i do remember that how disconcerting <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice memory though a nice connection <laughs> you were like you know those crystal drinks um, you know those those and obviously, me- that's what you meant. Do you know how, like, Coke, <laughs> Coke used to have, like, the drug in it, Coke? Or right. Like, crystal Pepsi had crystal meth. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm sure. they had to compete somehow. Like, uh, we got the meth heads. Woo! <laughs> that's how they distinguished each other. Um, <laughs> or maybe it was just, like, a joke to, like, to... A give, nod. Yeah, like, a nod to it. But, um, anyway, he, this, like, crystal light, it's like a lemonade kind of thing. Yeah, but no, it's like I a powder. Yeah. About. Anyway, he would drink those and get these massive migraines, and oh, great. he couldn't figure it out at first. He's like, "What is? Why am I keep getting headaches?" And then we narrowed it down to that, and then we realized like anytime he drinks anything that has aspartame in it, he gets a really bad headache. Um. So then he started researching it, and basically they said that they can't prove that aspartame causes headaches, but it does increase like. It basically does the complete opposite of what an aspirin would do. So it's like, <laughs> obvious, you know, like it, it increases the levels of inflammation and like it does all these things that is like the complete opposite. It increases your blood sugar. I don't know. So he's like. Wait, it increases your blood sugar. Isn't that like the whole yeah. point that it doesn't? Well, apparently it does. So I don't know. It increases blood sugar levels and inflammation. And like, I don't remember exactly. Weird. But it. um. It basically was is like the recipe for a headache, so it made sense that it was you know the same. So he just he can't have any of that. But um, fascinating. Yeah, but I, I still want to try that Coke that Dr Pepper. Um, I might get the oh, original. Oh, it's great. Just to taste you get it. the original. Oh yeah, you gotta start with the original. I don't drink. I I drink maybe like one soda every like maybe three or four months i only have like maybe like i'm just there's so many reasons why i think we talked about this before just like the shock of the the bubbles in my mouth is just like jarring it's (laughs) this is the bubble tea situation all over again oh kind of but it's like burning it like burns my mouth and my throat because i drink it so it's like yeah no i get that but the flavor is always well not always i mean it depends on you're you're gonna sip it a little slowly yeah yeah you gotta ease into it true true so i just it's more the fizziness of it and also i get like my stomach can't handle like fizzy drinks very well i get really gassy basically and it's like i don't want to go through that so some people love that though and you get to burp i guess but you know i I prefer not to so that's just me gotcha yeah fair enough don't judge me y'all i will i know you will it's okay (laughs) <laughs> you're like i was talking to everybody else <laughs> i was Thank talking you. to the strangers okay <laughs> um yeah so anything else going on any new i don't know things getting getting close to that closing date yeah that's like, so exciting like it's always so nice when you have your own kind of control and you own not necessarily it's just that you own a house but just that you own a little slice of america just for me kind of yeah and it's it's yours so it's like it feels more i don't know just like you can just be yourself <laughs> i don't know 
Yeah, exactly. I'll you be in it. And I'll I be mean. like, <laughs> nobody can tell me not to do this. I'll I'll be like uh, Kevin McAllister when uh, <laughs> he was left at home and he was like eating all the ice cream and stuff. He's like, yes, I'm eating junk food before dinner. Somebody better come down and pound me. Exactly. Yes, that's gonna be you. <laughs> that's gonna be the best feeling. Oh, I feel so happy for you. Um, yeah, I can't wait to your housewarming party so that I can come see it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I might not be. It might be a while before I'm even in it because I might do some light renovations. Yeah, but, that makes uh, sense. We'll you see. You do what you got to do, and and we'll, I will do what I got to do. <laughs> we'll just we'll just be um, living vicariously through you, all of us. It's a wild time. Yeah, it's exciting. You have so much going on. It's a good time to be alive. To think I was uh, unengaged man last year. Unengaged, homeless. Homeless. Um, jobless. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. But, I'm just throwing uh, out everything. <laughs> okay, no, that wasn't true. Toothless. To- you were toothless? Well, if you're throwing out everything, throw out true. my True, yeah, okay. Um, you were bald and... <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, you see that, that uh, commercial during the Super Bowl of Jason Momoa where he... Uh, hangs up all his muscles and everything. Ew, yes. Like, ah, it's so gross. Down. Takes off so his, weird. Uh, <laughs> takes off his wig. How, in, how would that be? If that were real, imagine that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> did you see there's actually something they're selling now? It's the it's the COVID bod. It's like, it's literally that. COVID it's, bod. It's like, um, it's like a man's toned body that you wear like over your body because like basically you've been stuck inside for so long that all of your muscles have you know atrophied and you're basically like skin and bones and whatever and so the mm-hmm. point is or like you have like a the dad bod type whatever and so they're selling this like bodysuit for men i don't think they have one for women i've only seen the, the male version but it's basically like toned muscles and stuff but it's made to look like your real your real skin and you just wear it over your regular body. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Weird. Pretty weird. Um, that sounds like it'd be disconcerting. <laughs> it'd be yeah, like that weird, know. like uncanny valley situation. Man, I was a pretty uh, like impressed by that meme going around of the guy that has the his own face like printed onto his mask, and people are like telling him to put his mask up, but he's like, "No, I this is my mask." <laughs> yeah, that it was, was pretty convincing. That was pretty good. Yeah. It's amazing just how ready people are to, uh, like, accept somebody's face, <laughs> even if it looks, like, a little wrong. That's true. Yeah, that would get so mad. Like, But some of those faces are pretty funny. The They're, they're like, cartoons, but they, they make your face look like a cartoon. So would you wear this um, half bodysuit? I feel like they had a full one, too, but maybe not. Well, give me a link or something. I did. I sent it in the Discord. I don't see it. How oh, last I th- oh, I sent thing it to- I see is the nut pods. <laughs> I sent it to Mike. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> you want me to? You want me to order that? <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> wow! Look at this guy. He's even got like those um, not the ab lines, but the uh, those like little lines like where your legs meet your torso. Oh yeah, you know like what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm uh they're like the hip yeah the you hip, need like the yeah the tones. hip lines and you're like takes like zero percent body fat to get that 
<laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> Mike responded. He said, I can take a hint. Wow. That's funny. Oh, sorry about that. Rough stuff. Yeah, well. You owned him. I owned him. He's he's probably going to be shamed for the rest of or as he's gonna well maybe this will kickstart a, a healthy lifestyle did you uh you big resident evil fan did you hear about lady domestic you however you however you're supposed to pronounce that no Demetrisky. i don't i know i know i am i do like resident evil but i'm not a big like major fan everybody's hot for this uh super this big lady okay she's I like a you you googled her. Yeah. How did you know how to spell it based on what I? I think <laughs> so, that the internet heard you because when I went to type, all I put, typed was "lady" and it. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Out. It's hot. It's hot <laughs> right now. People are like, "Ooh, yeah, uh, she's yeah. uh she's, she's a mutant she's, human she's, countess and yeah. the matriarch of the Demistriou family, a native of the Eastern European country. She inherited Castle Demistriou. I don't know how to spell. I don't know how to pronounce that. Dimitrescu. 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 A fortress controlled by the family since its medieval inception for at least 70 years between 1950s and two, uh, 2020s. She has tied. She was tied to a series of violent homicides. Yikes. Spooky. Yeah, well, she's definitely an evil antagonist. But I don't understand. Is she new to the... Yeah. I didn't even know Resident Evil was still like... It just came out like two days ago. Oh, is it like a movie? It's Resident Evil Village. Oh, the movie. I mean, the video game. Yeah. Okay, okay. They've gone through a pretty big like reboot. They even like remade the older games in the new style and people are loving it. Dang, she looks pretty creepy. Um, yeah, and, and it's it's gotten like good horror. I mean, like those games are like yeah. spooky and they always have like a kind of menacing antagonist like uh, Lady Dimis- Dimitriscu. Or somebody like that that's, like, just a freaking tank that, like, walks through the level after you and you pretty much can't do anything about it and you have to, like, basically accomplish other things while they're trying to find and murder you. That's crazy. See, I don't know if I... I don't know... I don't mind watching somebody else play a game like that, but I don't know if I could immerse myself in there with the total, like, (laughs) shock value constantly. Like, I get scared when... um, I get spooked really easily as far as like, like if Mike walks into my room and I don't know it for a second, I will, I will like, I'll be like, <gasps> like, oh, you're right there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I get spooked easy. So I don't know. Not that, I, see, I can watch horror movies. That's the thing is like, I feel like I could watch somebody do it, but it, it would be, I'd be really on edge if I were to do it. I don't know. But I, I'm sure it's going to come out on Twitch. Like people on Twitch are going to be playing it. So I can just kind of like watch. Yeah, it's great to watch. watch Um, I love first. You can tell somebody's good at a horror game when they put in those little um, those little things to make you feel super unsafe. Like there's there's safe rooms in the game to let you kind of like get a little breather and like save um, without, you know, being worried that you're going to accidentally save right before you get killed or something. So there's little safe rooms that usually have like some upgrades or like uh, some equipment to make medicine or something like that. Yeah. In it. And then you can kind of run in there and be like, whew, and like take a breather. <laughs> yeah, but they if, should. The thing is with, if you wait in there too long, sometimes, sometimes it's very, oh. very rare. They'll like kick in the door. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like, you need to just keep on playing the game. You can't just yeah. hide out in here forever. But it's great to think that like you're never 100% safe. <laughs> That's true. That's the thing. 
But that's their, that's what they want. They want to keep you on edge. Yeah. You never want to feel like, oh, okay, I'm just going to like put down the controller. I'm going to get a drink or something. Like you feel like, oh, like yes. <laughs> you got to be Okay. Like- so this brings up like a thing. So I have always been curious about, this is like a, my like social curiosity about people and their habits. And so one of the things that people say that they do when um, like as a hobby, like hobbies are typically things you do outside of work or like uh, outside of stressful situations. Not that everybody's job is stressful or anything, but you kind of, it's as, it's an escape, right? And I've never really understood why things like sports, video games, um, like extreme sports, like I'm talking like watching sports versus like actually engaging in extreme sports that, you know, they, they cause anxiety and stress. So I think like, how is that your, your escape slash stress relief to like, I love watching a, like a, a sports game and then the whole yeah. entire game they're on edge like oh my gosh oh no it's like What's watching happening? a horror movie almost it is. i think it's, there's something exhilarating about being in like immersed in anxiety basically for something that's like not really life-threatening or anything for you it's like almost like a vicarious kind of anxiety yeah where it's like yeah. there's no real consequence if you lose or whatever or sure. if like the protagonist gets murdered or whatever in a horror movie but it's like it's this kind of like way to be like, oh, like something matters, but I don't really have to like take it home with me or like you know, go to bed still feeling like, ah, oh, dang it. Although probably a lot of people do. They do get into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I, that I can understand. So like, you know, for Halloween, you kind of go to haunted houses or, you know, once you might try bungee jumping to get this rush or, you know, um, things like that where it's kind of like an occasional thing. But when it becomes your daily escape or your weekend um, thing, your go-to thing. That's what's weird to me. It's like, why are you spending every, every, um, what's the word? Just like your free time stressing yourself out more. (laughs) I feel like your cortisol levels are never going to go down. I don't know. (laughs) Think of your cortisol levels. Think think of your cortisol. Um, I don't know. It's not, I'm not like, judging it necessarily like in a i just it's a curiosity thing like like i wonder if there's like a psychological element to it if it's if it's so much of an escape you know like it it distracts you so much because it's like you have to really get into something to get that intense about it so maybe it's like immersing themselves into um a different reality you know even if it is yeah. even if it is so like maybe it has to be that stressful in order for them to be able to escape into it i guess is what i'm getting at like maybe maybe like a low-key chill situation won't be enough for them to get their mind off of whatever is really stressing them out i don't know yeah it's the kind of situation that i think is similar for gamers you know that like people get pretty worked up and up frustrated and stuff like when they're in a game and somebody kills them or something you know you can get like some people get so upset they like throw their controllers against the wall. And well, I don't necessarily think that getting that upset's healthy. I think there is like something to, you know, investing yourself and feeling like, uh, I don't know, like you're building something in a way that makes you feel like, oh, okay, like this matters and like I can affect it in some way or like in a, in the sense of like a sporting event or something, you can like gain a tribal like brotherhood with like other kinds of people that will, um, you know, 
get excited about the same kind of things and stuff and you can have that shared experience and it really feels like it matters because like when people get into it they get into it and they're like really it's not like i don't know it kind of gets blase if you have like other kinds of media where people just kind of like passively are like oh yeah that was okay or like i didn't enjoy that so much or like whatever like people get into it you know they like paint their face and they go to the (laughs) arena and they like scream yeah it's like the kind of thing that really like draws you in and like makes it something meaningful rather than just like kind of a passive like not everything has to be relaxing you know some things yeah you feel like what you want to be excited about Uh, of course yeah and i i I, maybe part of it too is that i i'm not jealous necessarily like jealousy is not the right and and you're just jealous yeah it's not even like i don't know it's kind of like i maybe i just don't uh understand it and so now i'm like like what like what could i get that passionate about like get that really into and but also but but also too i am concerned because i'm like (laughs) i do feel also just that gosh it just seems so stressful it just seems so sometimes not always sometimes it's excitement you know like a sports whatever if we're talking about sports but other times i'm like why do you put yourself through this why do you get get so upset and emotional or whatever it is that they get over something or like like sometimes I'm watching Twitch streamers with their video games you know like they're really they get really really angry and really like frustrated and really if they can't like beat a level or or beat a time or and I know that they're challenging themselves and it's a it's like a I understand that but I guess it's just um yeah I don't know I just think like well if it's that painful why do you keep putting yourself through it, I guess? I don't know. Maybe there's some human reason why some – and not to say that I don't put myself through pain because I, I definitely have in the past and I have – I do probably daily that I – you know, people just do that. I wonder if there's like a human element to that where it's like there's some – because pain and pleasure are so closely connected that there's there's a reward system there regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's probably like the same kind of thing if, you know, people are willing to – get really into a sport that they might get injured you know practicing like you know skateboarding or something or soccer and they you know end up breaking their leg or something and you know you can get hurt and you can uh you know get frustrated and you can experience all these things but then like there's something like sports and like uh, i guess watching sports and um playing games and stuff that is more of a like safer way to engage in that same sort of excitement and investment type thing that takes a little bit from you as well as giving you a sense of enjoyment mm-hmm. you know? it's like the the pain reward response kind of yeah because yeah, i know I, like even like with parenting and stuff and studies they show like part of the reason why children continue to misbehave is because even though they're being punished they're actually being rewarded for the behavior you know like if it's even if it's a painful punishment it's like oh but i actually was rewarded because you tapped into what i was actually looking for which was attention kind of thing we got attention or we got some kind of forward march of progress right yes right yeah it feels like something's advanced (laughs) yeah and everyone's like well i don't understand why they keep repeating this behavior when they get punished over and over it's like well and also it feels powerful in a way if you can Yes. Uh, so take on something that you were afraid of and then, you know, p- feel like you challenged and yes. won, right? If you, if it, the, one of the, they've shown one of the, one of the greatest um, achievements of a child is the ability to rouse an adult. The ability to get an adult uh, shaken is like a power trip. So let me just preface this by saying that I work in, in child therapy and child 
help. Can confirm. <laughs> so I'm not just talking out of my butt, but they um that the two things that children look for is attention and power, and so those are the two areas. And so I wonder. So that does um that does kind of answer a little bit of my question of like of these these routinely sought after painful experiences that people put themselves through with things like gaming and sports and extreme sports and what else i'm sure there's plenty of other things yeah i don't know so yeah i don't know good insights it's just an interesting thing to to think about i guess so anyways what's up what's 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 kicking well probably the end of this podcast well then it's kicking out yeah we're kicked out booting shutting down this is why I need my own podcast studio, so they can't kick me out. They can't, they can't shut down my First Amendment rights. I need to speak. I need to get my word out. Oh, my gosh. Uh, sorry. You, you're, you're limited to an hour. That's it. That's all you got. This is probably over an hour, you know, but. You think any, what is the longest podcast? Do you think people do like five-hour podcasts? I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Like I know like, I've talk. seen like three-hour ones. Like two and a half, maybe three hours. I think that that could be reasonable, though, if you have like a good cast and like. Isn't yeah, like Joe could, Rogan does that. that, right? Huh? The Joe Rogan experience, like Joe oh, Rogan. Oh yeah. Does, I think he has like his podcast episodes are are really long. They have guests and stuff, right? Like high profile people, they want to have a long conversation with them and stuff. Yeah, and he just goes till you know they kind of run out of things to talk about. And I guess he would if you had a really interesting guest, but we don't. We just have each other, and we're. Two very uninteresting guests. <laughs> very uninteresting guests interviewing each other and rambling on. That'll be our next intro. <laughs> Welcome to two uninteresting guests. Here with us today is our first uninteresting guest. And when we're in the distance, you'll hear this whisper tune. So look, we'll be back soon. <laughs> okay. I think we should just cut it right there. And yes, then people will be like, wow, that was a really uninteresting ending. <laughs> How fitting. That's what we do. We're deadpan crickets. I love you. Bye-bye.